0: Chris Harrington joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? That's uh, Snow by Jesse Winchester. Mithian turned Canadian Jesse Winchester.
1: <laughs> in honor of uh, the day we're having.
0: All right. Uh, have you been out and about, Chris? Uh, I have not. My son is about
1: to go out and about. We, we were out east when it started snowing yesterday, so we drove home in the middle of the snow. But no, I—I I mean, I'm not. You know, I—my my son is a little bit older now, and and I got other stuff to do in the house, right. and so I have not made a point of yeah, getting out. But not, I'll be getting out.
0: I'll be getting out in the near future, going to the Grizzlies game. So. So, um, yeah, you don't have to. It's not like the five-year-old who you have to get out in the snow so he can catch snowflakes on his tongue or make a snowman or whatever else. Once they get a little bit, once they get a little bit older, I was out and about, and uh, it was. Honestly, smooth sailing. We had an officer call in. Officer Pennington said it's the best, um, the best, uh, best snowstorm day they've ever had that he's ever witnessed. There's nothing. He's well, seen- we, we, it's snow, not ice, at this point. Exactly. I yeah. will say
1: when I when we were driving back, cause we were all the way out in Germantown, so we're driving back in the middle of a pretty heavy snow yesterday. Right. And we, we started off on the interstate. You know, you know, it goes into Sam Cooper or whatever. And I did get off because I was not comfortable with the way people around me were driving. I see. Um, not in the roads. just so, so to me, so my thing about Memphis driving in the winter, there's two problems. One is that the actual road conditions when there's ice and stuff is worse than other places because we don't have the infrastructure and resources right. to deal with it because we don't deal with it all the time, which makes sense. But then a lot of people in Memphis, are because they're not used to it, don't change the way they drive. they drive just as fast and they hit the brakes just as hard and you you have to change the way you drive and that 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 to me is, the, is our other problem
0: it, it's I can see that I, everyone was poking along on the on the surface roads. I drove I was out between seven and nine just driving around and most people were poking along on the interstate. Uh, it may be different and as you point out, the key difference is there's no ice and so or there at least wasn't when I was last when I was last. But the Grizzlies certainly have hit a patch, Um, and I don't know. Look at that professional segue right there. (laughs) Um, This is really—I mean, I don't know if you've attempted to quantify where it ranks in terms of other. Like this is at this. Once Desmond Bain goes down, like I don't even know. Were you there? Uh, No.
1: That was no. Which which game was that? Yeah, that was Friday. Yes, I was there. I was there Friday. I was not there Saturday.
0: I mean, what are, at, at one point, when Ja goes down, we're like, well, you know, you can see what Marcus Smart uh, has to offer this team, even if they may play him a little more sparingly. And you can see uh, now, I, I guess there's the kids. What is there left? You know, what is there left we, to see? Yeah, I mean, there's the sorting through the guys. At this point, most of the
1: players who are out, Jake Laravia does not apply. Right. Um, but most of the players who are out are players you pretty much know are going to be back. Um, and so what's left is this sort of like, you know, battle royale of of players who like may not all be back and there's evaluations and decisions to make about those players. And so it's sort of intriguing like to throw them all out there and like, you know, so, 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 so some will it's like Hunger Games or whatever, like some, some will, <laughs> will, will, will remain and some won't. But the problem with that is that you don't get the chance, it's undercut by not being able to see them in the kind of roles they would play right. on a Grizzlies team next season alongside the kind of players they would have to sort of, you know, be, be complimentary to. And so that sort of undercuts it a little bit.
0: Yeah. it's it's If it's garbage time minutes, how do you – what lessons do you draw from it, essentially? And, um, I mean, honestly, what do you make of Tillman? Like, he's been so bad for, such, for so much of the year – and there he is, Friday night, look maybe the best game of the season, and then he was he I mean, was pretty good Saturday he was pretty good too, Saturday
1: he, too, yeah, yeah, and he well, he'd been good, and i i I believe he was good that last game on the road trip um he's been better of late. The thing with him is that the better is as much real based on track record as the as the bad before right. um he's the guy who's in I think his fourth season, I think that's right, his fourth season. And he has had lots of good games, had good games in the playoffs. So his play, his play too, he's very limited. Like like there's a hard cap on him. But his play for most of the season has been disappointing. He he has underperformed reasonable expectations for him. And so to see him play better, you know, is a little bit a little bit of a reminder that, that he can be better than that. He's an interesting guy to look at because he is the one player. I think this is right. I think he's the one player left on the main roster who is headed to unrestricted free agency, or any kind of free agency this summer. Um, And like, he's a good guy to have around. You know, he's the fifth big who can end up, you know, working his way up. It's good to have a guy you can use like that. The question, question for the Grizzlies is roster spots and money. And so, he's been a good fit on the contract he's been on, but does he make sense going forward? And that's one of the many things they have to make a decision about.
0: Um, do you think, I mean, it's in, so, so y- y- last week when we were looking at the math and the calendar around Marcus Smart's injury, um, you raised the possibility that this may have been all, we may not see Marcus Smart again this year because once it's time to come back, what's the urgency to come back? I whatever. I, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth here. Desmond Vane is much the same situation, right? I mean, six weeks is yeah. going to. Do you think there's a reasonable chance we may not see Desmond Bain again this year? Yeah,
1: I haven't talked to anybody for the Grizzlies about that, so I don't know what their thinking is on that front, but my assumption would be if a guy – if you have a player coming back off of an injury – and with both these cases, I don't remember exactly, but I think it was reevaluated in six weeks for both of them, right? So it's not necessarily back in six weeks. And so if you have a player who's on an injury rehab situation um, with – a month to go in a lost season, I don't know what the value is in bringing them back and playing them. Now, with someone like Brandon Clark, it may be a different discussion. It may be a, he's been out so long, and is there value in getting him back out there if he is fully cleared, at least for a couple weeks, to sort of get them a head start on, on his summer? Maybe that's a different kind of evaluation than, than the smart Urbane. Uh, maybe it's that you just got you trying to get through games and these other guys have been killing themselves and they need help and you want to like you know give them help or whatever but but I would think there there would certainly be an argument for shutting them down at that point.
0: All right, we did get the Gigi Jackson uh uh game and um w- you were pumping your brakes. Uh again we'll continue back to the snow theme uh on Gigi Jackson and his possible trajectory but um also snow theme, easy to get out of your skis after you see him do what he did the other night. Yeah, no, he had a great game and he Gigi Jackson is talented. So, I mean, and that is known.
1: He's he's six eight, six nine, you know, combo forward who has who has one on one scoring ability, has good athleticism. He's a good he's a very talented player. That's why he was ranked where he was as a high school prospect once upon a time. He's also very young. So these are the two things we know. He's very talented and he is very young. And to me, the, the talented part means you, you give him a lot of a lot of leash. And so if he had, had a bad game, I wouldn't say, oh, shut down, Gigi. Don't play Gigi Jackson anymore. Um, but the young part means you, you're patient with it. And so, you know, will he keep doing that? I guess we'll find out. We'll start today. This, this will be an, another chance. But I suspect he'll have good games and bad games. And... And I think, you know, the, the team should be patient with them. I think fans should be patient with them. And, and part of that patience is not expecting too much off of a good game, not expecting that to happen all the time. Um, you look at any young player for the most part, and, and you're going to have the ups and downs. I mean, there have been times when, when people have made declarations about what Zaire Williams is going to be after he has a good game. Or I remember Jake Laravia hit three threes in the first half of the first summer, summer league game, and my Twitter feed was filled with people comparing him to Mike Miller. Um, Gigi Jackson in summer league started out well And then like missed like 20 shots in a row Or whatever, you know, so we'll see what he does He's talented, I think he's interesting I think you look at the way the team Is constructed There are so few roster spots right now And I believe, I don't know this For certain, I haven't talked to anyone about it Lately, but I'm pretty sure they had them On the kind of two-way contract that gives them a team option For next season I think unless he just really, really, really Forces the issue the rest of the way the best thing for our parties involved is to bring him back on the, on the two-way again next season and put him more on Vince Williams' plan in terms of like working your way up from there.
0: But we'll see. It is sort of interesting to think that their best draft picks in recent years may turn out to be, I'm not, you know, whatever, who knows, may turn out to be their second's. Um and and Vince Williams and Gigi Jackson. Well, which... you know that, that happens sometimes. I mean, Dylan Brooks broke a long string of bad draft picks.
1: Yeah, that's the second round pick. Dylan Brooks a lot later than Wade Baldwin and and Jarrell Martin and 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 Deontay Davis and Ivan Rabb in the same draft, and all these guys. You know,
0: yeah. So. That, that's just the no, way it happens. It sometimes. is the way it happens sometimes, and it doesn't matter where they come from. Honestly, it doesn't matter if they were picked in the first round or the second round, as long as they uh, can play. The uh, what's the situation now on on bolstering the roster with uh, you know p- picking up um, someone? Are they going to get more roster spots? What's the what's the situation there? Yeah, they,
1: I mean, I. I know I know, I haven't talked to anybody in a few days. I knew they were applying for a hardship exception for after Morant went down. Now they can apply they can apply for at least two and probably three. The way it works with that, a they still have the, the an open two way that Vince Williams was in, they can fill. So that's one player. And you can get fifty games out of that player, which at this point would be like the rest of the season. So that's one roster spot. But with the hardship exceptions, the way it works is if you have four players projected and the NBA, NBA has to agree with you know, the, the determination. Mm-hmm. If you have four players you know, out for two weeks going forward, you can get a hardship exception for those two weeks. But then if you have a fifth player, you can get another one, and a sixth player, another one. So earlier in the season, they were up to five players in that situation, and that's when they got two spots for Jalen Noel and Shaq Harrison. <clears throat> so right now, you know, Stephen Adams obviously applies out for the season. John Morant applies. Brandon Clark applies. And Marcus Smart applies, and that would get you one. Well, now Desmond Bain will get you two. And it may be three, depending on what the NBA determines on Jake LaRavia. Or, you know, I don't know right. if they would even apply for Derrick Rose. But the Grizzlies projected LaRavia out at least three weeks. So if the NBA agrees with that, that would, might get you a third.
0: God. This is getting to how many did you count? You when you did that column on the on the Jaeger when the story on the Jaeger yeah. year, the last how many players did they use and you ran with them that, all that, 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 that was twenty
1: eight and that was before the G League that was before two way contracts that was twenty eight cycling through a pure fifteen man roster. Mm-hmm. I think they hit 28 again a few years later, but that was after the G League. The G League stuff sort of puts a little bit of a thumb on the scale as far as that goes, because now you're up to this year you're up to 18 players on a full roster with the with the already before you even start. So you know they may hit that hit that number this year, but I don't think it'll it'll, it'll never be the same as the 28 guys on a 15 man right. roster. Uh,
0: and is MLK Day obviously a game? It's it's. It's nationally televised, but it's also locally televised. So if you want to watch uh, uh, Pete uh, celebrating, by the way, his uh, his uh, his Green Bay Packers victory. Uh, America's team won. America's team won, and uh, that's good. Uh, you can do that. So you can watch the local broadcast or the national broadcast, or you can pop in a little of each. Um, the symposium stuff, I think, is going on in person. Isn't that right, Chris, as far as you can uh, tell? I haven't, I haven't heard any different. Yeah, I so if if it the ver- game's happening in person, I assume yeah. the
1: symposium's happening in
0: person. And so the game is happening. I'm sure that's happening in person. And so uh, would think the symposium is happening in person as well. Draymond Green makes his return. I will say, given how devastated the Grizzlies lineup is, the fact that Steph is here and Draymond will be making his return, I actually thinks a good. I mean, it's a good thing for the paying customers and a good thing for the sort of significance of this game that has otherwise been pretty well gutted. Yeah, no, I gives it one
1: pack. The Draymond return game is a subject of you know of, of national NBA intrigue, right. and so at least he has that going for it. Yes, Jaren hopefully will play. So at least get Jaren out there. He's questionable. Uh so I, I think he will likely play. I think he set the um Saturday game because of the they weren't gonna play him three games and four nights coming off the knee contusion. Right. I think he probably could have played Saturday if they if he if they wanted him to. And so I assume Jaron will play, so at least we'll get that. Get the Michigan State power forward battle.
0: Right. Um and then finally I didn't know that you were one of the worst chefs in America. That was surprising to me, but it said it right there on television. I'm watching diners, drive-ins, and dives, and uh, there you are popping up on my TV with the with the, with the little logo "Worst Chefs in America." Yeah, do, do, I, do I do I do I just ask for an apology, or
1: do I go for <laughs> for damages and some other kind of compensation on that? It, That's the financial
0: the compensation, exactly right. Um, uh, you, uh, you were, you were prominently featured in that spot. You haven't seen it. Have you seen, I don't know if there's a way to see it as if you see I, I have not, I have not seen it. I, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't, not, I'm not, e- I'm not to?
1: eager to see it. I won't, I won't <laughs> seek, seek it out. Um, I, have, I have a history of being on television and not watching it. Like uh-huh. it won't be, it won't be the first time. And so. Yeah, I was only hoping I would not be on there. I mean, I I sat down and talked to them, but so with like you know thirty other people. So I was hoping I would be on the cutting room floor.
0: So um, yeah, so you were, you know, you made it. You absolutely made it. D- you did watch the zebo documentary, and you were prominently featured in that, right? You saw. That. I did. That's, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: That, I, that, I carried a little bit more weight on that one.
0: So yeah. yeah. Uh, what was interesting about it, it? These things are so quick, and uh, but they led the episode with it. Uh, it's of course the it's it's an episode. It's focused on Wiseacre, and I thought it was going to be about the thud butt pizza and and then these wings I knew were maybe mentioned too. But all it was was about the wings. Have you had the wings there? It was about these wings, and look, I'll be honest, wings looked absolutely spectacular, but um, pizza was not mentioned. The pizza, that thud butt, was not mentioned. Really? That's odd. Yeah, you know, I've had the wings. The wings are very good, but I, to me, the, that pizza is certainly...
1: More distinctive. Um, You're to pick one thing there right. in the feature. To me, it would, would have been the pizza, not the wings.
0: Anyway, uh, you, 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 you did proud, and I don't know why that thing was up. The worst chefs in America. Little logo was up. They I, they were just promoting was, another they, show. They were, they were promoting a, another yeah. show. Yeah. So, all right, Chris, appreciate it.
1: Chris Harrington right, from
0: the from the Daily News.